the tiny Jamison trophy is going to be won by the Roses into Cardwell up and in from Eleanor Cardwell and they can't believe it one second on the clock England triumphant at Christchurch Arena they can't believe it England an amazing second half comeback and they've won it by four England have won the tiny Jamison trophy by 49 to 45 Let's bring in Silver Ferns assistant coach Debbie Fuller. Debbie, thank you for joining us on the day of game one. Before we look ahead to the series against the men, what were your main takeaways from that recent series loss to England? Um, I think the main takeaway was that um, we slipped fast in the game. So um, we lost attention to what our game structures were in the final game. And so we, we needed to recognise in the heat of the moment more how we can um, build awareness with one another and just ensure that when a team's got their foot on our throat, uh, we have a strategy to get it off. So that's been the work on Sweek. What is the best way to do that? Uh, how, do you, how do you get that foot off the throat? Oh, again, it's going back to really understanding um, how you behave and respond and act and all that kind of stuff when the pressure's on. Um, and so we've been crafting some pretty heavy and um, demanding training sessions to see how people respond to that challenge. And it's all about just like, okay, this is happening. <clears throat> um, we've got to go back to what we know can get us out of it. Um, in the England game, we went away from key structures on defence that usually win us all. And on attack, we rushed. So it was all about being really deliberate with our attack this week, um, ensuring that we're really clear when we present to the ball. And on defence, um, setting ourselves up. So we are working to our strengths and putting our um, defenders in good positions to hunt ball. I saw Dame Nolan Todua uh, describe it as a rude awakening for some of the new players. In some ways, could that be a good thing moving forward? It's always a good thing because, well, it's always a good thing at this time of the campaign. Uh, we're 10 months away from Commonwealth Games next year. So I would rather that we... Uh, uh, work through and understand what this feels like, what what real pressure is like and how people um, are in those moments now, um, 10 months away, so we've got time to uh, really work people and um, work skill sets and, and work our, our mindset as well about how we do how we how we go into those moments. Um, I'd rather it be now than one month out from Commonwealth Games. So it is it is good timing in that regard. It's also good um, maturity of young people, uh, the young silver ferns coming in to really understanding the responsibility of the roles they have and also the level of intensity shift that they need to make when they go into international tests. As far as this series is concerned, before we look at it, it's been moved to Wellington due to COVID, uh, etc. Um, you know, uh, making adjustments isn't new now, of course, in this, uh, in this brave new world we live in. Has it affected your preparation, though, Deb, in any way, having to move to Wellington for these three games? Not at all. Um, look, our events team and our administration at Netball New Zealand have have been amazing in how they've pivoted really quickly off, off the court to be able to find a venue, secure accommodation, get everybody in. So uh, I guess it just shows the agility that we can move with um, and it hasn't affected our preparation whatsoever. Um, 
we've been able to um, manage our, our team and, and, the, and their preparation and access to training during the 10 days for the lead-in. So um, it's been really good. Right. What are the particular challenges then of games against the New Zealand men's side? Oh, look, the, the very, for a start, um, they play a very proud men's netball game style, um, which is aerial, which is dynamic. Um, their athleticism is something that um, is is outstanding to watch. Um, and last year, um, we got one, we got the test against them in Cadbury series last year. They've obviously got um, more superior to us in height uh, and... I guess with the men's team, it's a beautiful game to watch because of the way they can turn people, the way they can play the ball in the air is that's is, kind of played at a different plane than what we play in women's netball. So I guess that's a challenge for us to be able to maintain our game style and be able to put pressure on, on how they receive the ball. Is it more physical for your players? Um. No, it's it's a different physicality. It's definitely not more physical in terms of, um, you know, how we play the game. But within the contests, you know that you basically have to shift a defender before you receive the ball. Mm. So we have to adjust the way we get free in our preparation for ball. Three games in three days, it doesn't matter who you're playing. That's a pretty uh, pretty uh, uh, interesting schedule. Uh, that, that's probably the wrong word. It's a pretty good schedule, really. Bang, bang, bang. But what uh, should we expect in terms of rotation? Would there be more rotation because there are three games in three nights? Yeah, I, I th- well, again, this is the reality of what we're going to meet in Birmingham and Commonwealth Games next year. And this is the difference between ANZ and international netball. You have to have repeated massive high-intensity efforts. So with that, you have to be able to back up and show consistency in in every game. Um, so with that also comes the whole sports science back going to our program about recovery and and preparation before games and getting the rejuvenation that we need so that when we're on court we can we can dial it up and when we're off court we know exactly what we need to do to get our bodies ready for another hit out the next day. So um, again, we're testing a lot of things as a program, not only the on-court performance, but also how people respond, how diligent they are off the court and how, I guess, ruthless they are in their preparation and being able to look at the game and read the men and adapt quickly because some of the players are not familiar to us. So in a way, we're going into uncharted territory. So it's about, again, like it is an international netball, you get on the court in an international test and you've done as much scouting as you can on the opposition, but there's always something that you need to adapt to. So I think um, that's a big thing for us is seeing people who can think in the moment, um, who can adapt to whatever's thrown at them and play the game style of the Silver Ferns under all circumstances. Can you give us an update, uh, Deb, on uh, Gina Crampton and Tiana Maturo? They had injuries which uh, looked likely to keep them out of this series. Have they recovered, either of them, in time to feature? Yeah, look, they've been outstanding. Um, they trained with us yesterday, full training. Um, so they have to still pass um, our physio protocols to be able to take the court. Um, so we definitely will see them in um, one of the three tests. Good stuff. And any one other injury? Yep. And any other injury concerns for you? Um, 
Not, no, not nothing that has been put on the table. Everybody again has been has presented really strong to the series, so that's made a difference um, within the staff. I know our analysts went up Mount Vic yesterday and, and put us all calves. So. <laughs> well, that shouldn't affect the that shouldn't affect the on court performance, surely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no injuries, so we're really pleased about that because um, it, it does limit the opportunity for the players yeah. um, when when they turn up to a Silverfin camp injured. It's, it's really limiting, so really pleased that Gina and Tiana have worked really hard over the week to give themselves the best chance to get out there on court. All right, just to finish, because of the uncertainty around your schedule between now and Birmingham, which, as you say, is only 10 months away, does it really make every opportunity you have to spend time together and to play together even more important? Absolutely. Every opportunity for us to connect as a national team is gold because we want to be able to get to Birmingham with no red flags, um, with real clarity in, in, in our people and in, in how they are, um, how they respond and how fast they can learn in those international situations. So you want to turn up to a Commonwealth Games meet with no red flags, everyone fit and healthy and being really clear on your game plan and this is a crucial step towards doing that. All the best for these three games, Deb. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. That's Deb Fuller, the assistant coach of the Silver Ferns. They take on the Aotearoa men's side in a three-game series tonight, 10 past seven.